Uh, the Paralympic Games will commence in Tokyo. Uh, of course, originally scheduled for last summer. Uh, now will uh, be held at the end of the uh, regular Olympics, for lack of a better word. Matt Stutzman, member of USA Archery, will be over there representing the country. Matt's on the phone with us from Fairfield, we think, unless he's in Los Angeles or maybe he's in Tokyo. Uh, are we? I tried. I tried to get out early, but they wouldn't let me. <laughs> um, this will be your third Olympics. Or f- yes, that's correct. Third Olympics. All right. We talked to you about a month ago, and you you shared with us some pretty interesting, uh, I guess, differences or restrictions compared to the previous Olympics. And I imagine since the Olympics opened. There have been some other changes or sharing of information that you were made aware of, or am I wrong? Oh uh, yeah, no, I <laughs> I've been taking te- COVID tests like crazy, uh, and I have to have that all as proof, and I have to have I have probably thirty pieces of paper that I have to take with me um, to the airport, or I won't even get to get on a plane. So, it's crazy. So when you go. Where does your equipment travel? Do do they ship that for you, or do you keep your bow with you at all times? And if you're on a plane, I don't want the dude. I don't care if he's got arms or not. I don't want anybody with a bow and arrow. Yeah. <laughs> I I try to put, I try to put it in the seat beside me, but they frown upon that. But they take it and they put it under the plane, so it does fly with me on the same plane. Okay. Does that make you nervous at all until you see that case with the tag on it being loaded in the belly of the plane to make sure that it's there? Because if you go all the... Okay, keys, paper, passport, money. Damn, no bows? No arrows? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's a little nerve-wracking. About two weeks ago, I flew to California for an event, and when I got back, I opened my bow case, and it was, like, broken. Uh, they had rummaged through it and tried to play with it or something like that. And so I had to, like, last minute, you know, repair it. So, of oh. course, there was that nervousness of, you know, hopefully it makes it there in one piece. Wait a second. Because I've had where they, uh, my luggage was chosen at random for a spot search. Lucky. And they they put a piece mm-hmm. of paper in there from the TSA saying, hey, we searched this, have a nice day or whatever. So was it the same sort of thing? They rummaged through it and said, hey, nothing in here. Sorry that we broke all of your crap. <laughs> yeah, I had a little piece of paper in there. They didn't even go to the, like, they didn't even zip it back up. Like, that's how little, or, they just, like, it was just, like, everything, all the pockets were unzipped and stuff was everywhere. They they didn't even zip up the main po- pocket. It was, like, halfway unzipped. So, like, it was just kind of like, here, thank you for letting us up to your bag. <laughs> so, uh, when you get over to Tokyo, you're going to have to remain isolated and basically quarantined for the duration of the games. Is that what they are telling you still? Yeah, as of now, it's still, uh, once we get to the airport, we have to pass a bunch more tests and, and restrictions and guidelines are all the stuff that we have to do there. And then if we can make it to the athlete village, they will allow me to travel, uh, in the athlete village to the chow hall and back, but that's pretty much the extent of it. That sounds like prison. All right, you get to go to the chow hall and back, yeah. but that's it. 
<laughs> but instead yeah. of yeah, at least of, they let you eat, you know. So that's that's good news. That's nice. And at the end of it, instead of a really badass teardrop or spiderweb tattoo, you uh, you get a medal. Yeah. If you do things right. Yeah. I have a I mean, question, which, which is kind of cooler, to be honest. I have a question for you. How are you putting your mask on and and taking it off? Are you, uh, oh, yeah. are, you are you wearing your prosthetic arms while you're flying, or are you are you not doing that? <laughs> How does a person born without arms put on a mask? It's it's funny because my my roommate over there, I got assigned a roommate, and they've already been like, so how much do I get a charge to put your mask on and off for you every single day? I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> like I think I'll figure out how to put this on. I can put them on pretty good though. Uh, I have to use my right foot and sit down, um, but okay. once it's on, you know, it, it's kind of on there for a little bit. Okay, so you can you use your right foot and you. I suppose hook it over one ear and then twist the other way and yep. hook it over the other ear. Yeah. All right. Sort of like how Houdini got out of all of the handcuffs in that straight jacket. <laughs> you could just Yeah, so so this just real quick, this morning uh um I went up in a little private airplane locally, a friend of mine who has a little you know, runs the airport in Fairfield and so we went up and we were testing the theory if a, if an armless man could fly a plane. And uh, I was able to fly it for the most part and, and do pretty good with it. So um, I think uh, that putting on a mask should be a little bit easier, I believe. Wait, you could fly the plane for the most part. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's less than 100%. There is, no, there is no kind of flying a plane. You either can or you can't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, uh, I I did really well. So there's this lady called her name. <laughs> her name is called Jessica Cox, uh, and I'm not making it up. And she is actually the, an armless person who flies a plane yeah. on her own. And I was like, you know what? I can't. You know, that's I can't be. I got to beat her now, right? She can't be the only armless person who flies a plane. So I was. Uh, in a plane today trying to see if it is possible for me to fly and it is very possible um, for me to fly like I can do it really easy to be honest so sure. I mean, yeah you use uh, one foot on the yoke and uh, the trim tab with the other foot but if your seatbelt is fast I actually you're... had both feet on the ground uh, and then I use my shoulders to grab the yoke like because uh, I've you know, pretty good grip of that, and I can pull back and forward, really? push forward, and turn left, and yeah, and that way both feet stay on the ground for you know the pedals. It's a pretty uh, exhilarating taking control of a small plane. Uh, it was it was awesome. You know, I, it's part of my training method to not think about the games. To be mm -hmm. honest, uh, so when I'm when I was doing that, I completely didn't even yeah. think about archery, and it was a great reset. So now when I landed, it's like business time. You know, yeah. That's a good point. Any activity that takes 100% concentration or focus, you don't have any other choice but to forget about what other activity is coming up. Yeah, you that's know, I, true. Uh, I uh, agree. <clears throat> I landed a plane by myself one time without any experience while, while I was texting my wife and sending her a selfie. So, you know, whatever. No big deal. I guess we all have our different distractions, you know, whatever. For the most part, he landed it. Um, uh, I have a question. Are you featured on the Olympian trading cards that came out uh, for this, for, well, I guess for the 2020 Olympic team? 
Yeah, so I uh, was scheduled to do it, and then in 2019, but then obviously COVID happened, and then they ended up um, not meeting. I mean, if they did re-sign people, I wasn't included in in the next year's re-signing. But from what I understood, everything just got put on hold. Uh, uh, who's so. this? Who's this uh, Brady Ellison character? Yeah, that dude's pretty amazing. He's a uh, uh, he's a friend of mine. We uh-huh. shot tournaments together for probably you know, like nine, nine years or so. And he's uh, a a pretty awesome guy. He was the number one ranked, you know, archer in the world going into the games. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah. how, did, how did he do this year? He didn't do as well. I think he might've got like seventh place, um, which is pretty good. He's actually won Olympic medals at like, See, this would be his fourth game, uh-huh. and he's a three-time Olympian medal okay. winner. So, yeah, but this last, this last games, this last game seventh. What kind of medal does that get you? Heavy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, it it actually was uh, amazing to watch him because, um, in fact, he gets a standing ovation on my part. You know, because the pressure that he was under on this game specifically, uh, they basically said in order for him to be the goat, this is the one he's got to win. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was under a lot of, of mental pressure, I think, that way. And, and I still feel like he performed pretty well based on all the – I mean, media went after him pretty hard going into the games, and they made this documentary about him and stuff. And so um, I felt like he did, still yeah. did really well considering all the mental pressure he, he was under. Well, and he's got a uh, and he's got a trading card, which is pretty cool, uh, which is, uh, you know. Yeah, and I don't uh, even have that. And you don't even weird, have that. But, and not only does he have a yeah, trading card. Yeah, I don't even card, have a new trading card. But he's got a... <laughs> He's got a standing ovation from you, which is just standing. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying because you're not applauding him, right? I mean, you can't stand and applaud at the same time because that would require your feet. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have right. to sit, stand. I never thought about that. So it's a huh. sitting I ovation. A I should get a shirt that says I'm giving you a standing ovation. It's just a pair of hands clapping on the front of my shirt. <laughs> and you, you had a documentary, or at least were featured in a documentary, right? My, uh, uh, yeah, Rising Phoenix. My, I thought My Way to Olympia. Didn't you appear in that? Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's a new one. I don't know if you know about that came out um, actually what six, seven months ago called Raising Phoenix, and it was a Netflix special. How did I miss that? There isn't a documentary that I didn't watch. I, I, I had Chicken yeah, People, really. I had the Parking Lot movie, and the Number Two Pencil. How did I miss the story about you? <laughs> Wait, it's called well, Rising I, Phoenix. How did I miss this? Yeah, it's on. It's a Netflix special uh, filmed uh, with Netflix and all that kind of stuff. And they spent some days at my house. It's actually really, really good. It actually shows real life coverage of the event, uh, the London Games and the Rio Games, and it shows a lot of. Um, like it's it's really really well done, way better than my way to Olympia, I would have to say. Okay, um, let's see. I think we have uh, the trailer for it here. Rising Phoenix. My name was the Rising Phoenix because the Phoenix can live and die and burn and live again. From Netflix. Extraordinary tension around this stadium. Take your mark. So far, there's nothing about you. Yeah, I think if I cut me out, no. you know, they're like, you know, what, that armless man. They, you know what, you know what's funny is that you know I've been trying to do some some stuff lately to hype up, you know, the games and stuff, and and for about four years, I'm well, about thirty five, forty pounds lighter and more fit than I was from the 2016 games, and it's funny because I'm posting this stuff, 
And then like a couple of days ago, Team USA pops out a picture that says, you know, we're getting ready for the games. And they used me as the picture from 2016 where I was like really, really chunky. And it got like a billion views. I'm like, everybody's <laughs> so like that, Matt. <laughs> the most <laughs> well, Dude, it's, it's, just, it's just an Olympic program. It's not match.com. You're all right. But that's good. It'll oh, intimidate okay, right. your competitors. <laughs> It'll intimidate the people that you're going up against. Um, and you said when yeah. we talked last that uh, that shedding some weight actually helps with archery for you. Yeah, you know, I'm, I know that sounds weird, uh, but just more like being in shape, you yeah. know, like I'm able to be outside and shoot more arrows and hold steady for a longer period of time than I could before. Okay, so endurance, uh, you don't have yeah. muscle fatigue, um, well, I suppose Correct. everything about it. Uh, you, mm-hmm. Does it's it help mental strength? Mental focus too. Okay. And yeah. you're you're uh, flying to you're flying straight to Tokyo from? Did you say Chicago? Yeah. Now, when Netflix says, "Hey, yeah. man, we want you to be in one of our movies," do you get paid <laughs> for that, or do they say, "Hey, we'll give you a standard definition for a month free," or? Uh, you know, you know what I mean. I mean, I, I put, I push for, you know, hey, look, just give me Netflix for a year for free. But like, nah, we should probably pay you. Oh, they did. Okay, but it didn't include <laughs> yeah, a free. Su- yeah, they paid. But it didn't yeah. include a free subscription. They'll give you the money, but no. Yeah. no I mean, I, I maybe for my agent. I think the agent got the free subscription in exchange, and then I got the money. So oh, crap. Was fair, That's, fair what trade-off. a joke! You should get. You know, <laughs> hey, we finally been sharing this account with your kids, man. That was not the deal. <laughs> All right, Rising Phoenix. It's on Netflix. Uh, I see now where uh, they're showing you at at home, and there's a, a quick clip of it. Uh, it. So okay, it's on my list to 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 view. Um, it, it gets exciting. It's it's pretty good. Like they leave you in suspense on like what's going to happen, and it was really well really well put together. Um, are you concerned at all about traveling over there? With you know, there's there's not going to be fans in the stands it's going to be uh, unlike any other world stage that you've been on before they were talking about that with some of the other athletes how they can't feed off of the energy of people in the crowd because there wasn't any of that does that affect you at all or do you prefer the quiet no i i feed off the crowd i I'm a, i like to show off um and and have a good time but it still won't affect me because i'm used to you know, shooting and practice by myself with no one around anyway. So for me, it's not going to bother me either way. I do think, um, I saw, uh, the rock came out with a, a pump up video to get people excited about the games and and they call it the, you know, the greatest show in the world basically is what they're getting ready, get ready for the greatest show in the world or the greatest show. And, and it's funny because we don't get anybody to watch us. And then I saw the TV schedule, and it looks like as of now they're supposed to show most of our matches, but it looks like more just of the finals. And I thought, well, it's considered the greatest show in the world, but no one gets to watch it. So <laughs> I, at this point, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know exactly the TV schedule, but supposedly it should be on NBC, the sports app. Um, and I won't know more till I get. Over there on the ground. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, NBC is is covering the Paralympic Games um, on their main network, also on NBCSN, uh, and also yep. on their app. Um, your stuff is is what starts on the twenty 
Eighth, twenty seventh. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you know. Yeah. Because I'm already yeah. a day late. I already show up going. Wait <laughs> well, a so it's Wait. funny. You're you're two days late technically because uh, I shoot the twenty seventh over there, which and they're yep. a day ahead of us. So technically, that's the twenty sixth over in Iowa. <laughs> What would, would you expect anything See? less from us? Would yeah. you expect anything different, Matt? Um, uh, Matt Stutzman is on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something about you guys when I'm on the stage, you know, the podium, and you're gonna miss, you're gonna tune in to watch me, and you're gonna be two days late, probably. You know what I want to see? I want to see that standing ovation you're famous for. <laughs> Once you get up there, I'll know, I'll know you're thinking about us. Matt Stutzman is on the phone with us, uh, about to be a three-time Olympian, heading over for the Paralympic Games. He leaves tomorrow. He shoots. On the twenty seventh, uh, and do you hang around then until the end? The, like, there's not really opening ceremonies. There's not closing ceremonies per Actually, se. or are they? No. So yeah, what they did is they uh, they're like, you know what? Let's have opening ceremonies, and then they just got rid of all the audience. So it's just going to be us athletes um, <clears throat> that uh, are going to you know parade in, and and we'll still do the opening ceremonies and everything. We just don't get nobody in the stands. Right. And then there will be a closing ceremonies. Uh, so my, the, the tournament is actually several days long. So the very first qualification day to see where I rank in eliminations will be shot the 27th. And then I think like I have a day off or something. Then I'll do like one or two rounds of elimination and have a day off and shoot another round of eliminations. And then so it, it'll be kind of drawn out from like the 27th to like maybe the first or so. And are you in, involved in any of the team events, archery team or just individual? I I wish so bad um, that we could, but we didn't have, um, unfortunately, we didn't have any women in our division qualify for the game. Okay. So it's just the only chance I've got is individual. Because I've, I've heard you're not much of a team player, kind of a hot dog is what I've heard. And uh, we're interested in uh, helping a team uh, win another medal. That's, I mean, that's the word on the street, man. i got to be honest with you, man. It's... <laughs> you know, I would love to have a team round. Um, the last time we had a, a female that was pretty good, her and I, her and I went on this streak where we were pretty much undefeated for like a year and a half, um, and then uh, she moved on with bigger and better things, I suppose. So, uh, and then we haven't really. We have some good shooters, but they, you know, we obviously didn't qualify women for the games this time. So. In in archery, what's bigger <laughs> and better than the Olympics? I mean, man, once you get to the top of that mountain, you know, I, I'd want to keep. I want to stay there as long as I possibly could. Well, obviously, you're in your third Olympiad. So, uh, do you see yep. yourself? Uh, do you see a time when you won't be world class at this sport? Uh, you know, I, I think about that all the time. But here's the here's my goal as of now is my last games. I want to be in LA 2028. 20, um, so I, it's my it's my goal to stay, you know, an elite shooter until then, because what better way to finish off a career in home soil? Yeah, you know, sure. then everybody, my family can come watch. You guys can, you know, come over and harass me a little bit. And uh, I would love that. That would be pretty cool, I think. Yeah. I think it would be really cool if you can, uh, in 2028, in Los Angeles, you actually shoot an arrow that's lit to ignite the torch to start. To open the ceremony, didn't some country do that one time? Oh, yeah, when was that? It was in the eighties, like eighty four, eighty somewhere in eighty six. I don't remember. I thought it was in the eighties, but yeah. yeah, there there was a an archer that lit the cauldron for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, that you know what? That would be 
really awesome. And actually. that and that was in the eighties, so nobody remembers that. That was an era that most people don't have very good memories, if any, at all. And I I think we start I think we start feeding the flames figuratively and literally uh, for that to happen right now. We start writing letters as it is right now. I'm going to the. You know, I I, I think it would be awesome, but I believe once they do it, they don't ever redo it. I believe it's kind of one of those like. It will forever go down in history as the only person ever to shoot a flaming arrow to light a cauldron type thing. Oh, uh, so, okay. But we can still petition for it because no one without arms has done it before. Right. The Paralympic, uh, the uh, Paralympic yeah. record. Okay, I'm getting on that right yeah, now. Yeah. Get me to change.org. I'm going. Here I go. <laughs> well, Matt, it sounds like you got all of the pieces in place. Uh, you're in better physical condition. You're mentally focused. You're ready to go. You're at for lack of a better term, the top of your game. So here's wishing you the best of luck, and uh, we will be watching you and the rest of your uh, teammates, uh, and and hopefully you'll bring back a whole bunch of, I was going to say an arm full of medals, but that's kind of stupid to say to an armless guy. Uh, for, for me, that's one, right? Yeah, one, right. One, an it's overflowing. One. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good, good luck, and, and thanks for talking to us. We'll We'll chat again, okay? Thank you for having me, guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, all right, oh, have a good awesome. day. There you go, Matt Stutzman from uh, Full of Metals. <laughs> well, you just can't you can't say stuff to the guy because it, you always like find yourself with your foot in your mouth. I mean, which he can actually do, but we do it all the time trying to talk to him. It was the weirdest thing when we met him in person for the first time. Uh, you don't handshake. You don't high five. Right. You don't hug. What do you? Right. Do we headbutt? How do we do this? And he's like, that's all right. It's all good. And you kind of give him a hug, and he, he just stands there and takes it. Yeah, yeah. Good dude. Good dude from Fairfield, Iowa. Um, one of the best in the world representing the U.S. in the Paralympics. Uh, you want to uh, hear what a standing ovation from Matt Stutzman sounds like? There it was. There you go. It's the Claire and Michaels Morning Show.